Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, yo, hey, what time is it? 7 o'clock. Why? What's up? Hindsight time. That's what's up. Hindsight time. You already know. Don't leave me. Trying to get my knowledge on, too. That good old knowledge without a college, bro. Don't be stingy with the knowledge. You walking on slow, let's get the hot stepping. You know what time... Uh, do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Rob? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Right. Keep them poor. Or do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Rob? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I, don't, I can't afford it, you think I made of money? My PhD daddy says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym, no, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the And your rich dad used to say what instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down. And you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. you know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And we see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Correct. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. It's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying 
passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from them. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad. There's right and there's wrong. There's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right. They only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that. That's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself, and a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over, and you go, well, they're not playing fair. And what, you're, not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers, and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, the, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games, and I, I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff, but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understood what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes and get paid on more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggested people, you gotta find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see, people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? So the only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man know. a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach them to fish. We become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. 
they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, that means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is you, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. Robert, if I could give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the the 20-year-old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice. What would you tell him? I would just say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest. Which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. Yeah. You look at the you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like ten thousand, no thousand fourteen times before he invented the light bulb. You know, our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing. Time. That's what's up. Hindsight time. You already know. Don't leave me. I'm trying to get my knowledge on too. But good old knowledge without a college, bro. Don't be stingy with the knowledge. You walking on slow. Let's get the hard stepping. You know what time it is. Those who don't listen, special. Real special. Real special. You know I ain't old as I look, but I'm never too old to get that knowledge. You are now listening to Hindsight Radio. Peace, everybody. This is your host, Akeem L. from Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. Let me do a mic check. Can y'all hear me? You know, sometimes my equipment acts a little funny. 
check real quick. I can check the chat. Um, y'all must hear me because y'all um check. good, good, good. Said hope everybody's doing really well. Um, I am doing great. Um, life is good. I had the pleasure of doing a seminar in Georgia this past, well, actually yesterday. No, not yesterday, uh, Sunday. Um, days are just going by. Um, I'm losing track of days, and uh, I don't want to get the name of the place wrong, so let me look it up. Um, a pastor named Tony Smith congregation uh, invited me out to speak with them. Um, let me, okay, the way of of uh, Yah Church of the that's a different name. I know it's the way of Yah. You know, I got another picture. I think I the picture. Show where I was at. Give me my memory. Let's see. Uh, right. Okay. Wait, the way of Yah is the name of the, is the church, the synagogue of Yahusha. Now, that is the uh, the original name God. It's one of the original names. I have a book of the names of God and how it changed over time. And that's what they use in their congregation. Um, it was a nice crowd of mostly... Uh, Younger folks, well, everybody was younger, just about uh, a couple of folks years about my age, maybe one other person that I was a little older, uh, I'm guessing. Um, and um, I'm not used to going to places and they having everything I need to get things going. Uh, usually I have, you know, I have to use my equipment and things like that. Really, all I really needed was my projector. Probably didn't even need that. You know, they had the cameras, they had the wireless mics, they, they, you know, it's it's good to go to a place where people of of uh, of my complexion got got their stuff together. You know, they they they're organized, everything's well planned, no disorganization. And guess what? They were there before I got there, <laughs> which is very unusual. Usually, I get there, people straggling in. You know, ten, fifteen late minutes late. It started at eleven. I got there about eleven forty ish. I mean, ten forty. I'm sorry, ten forty. It started at eleven, and I said, "Well, about eleven. I only need fifteen minutes to set up." But they were there, waiting, willing, and ready to listen. I, I that had that is a first, and it was good. That shows that that's good leadership. That's good. Uh, you know. Um. That's that's a that's a pastor that has taken a special interest in his people, and they believe in him, and they, you know, will follow him if he says he's got good information for them to hear. And he was doing he brought me out to speak to his whole congregation, and um, I'm not sure if that was all of them. I would say about twenty between twenty and thirty people, um, and a lot of young folks. Which is good. And I just want to thank them, and I'm grateful that they brought me out there. Uh, we will be doing a lot more work together. Uh, he wants me to come out again, and um, 
I was sitting there brainstorming some things that we could do together. He has a car lot, like I own. I have a uh, a dealer's license. Uh, there's another brother there that has runs a big security firm with the dogs, and they, you know he, he he does security for some high-profile people. I won't name names, but there are people you know. Uh, and uh, a couple of brothers own their own transportation companies, and there's people there that are looking to start businesses, you know, and that's, that was good to see that, um, that people were doing things, be independent of working for someone. Because when I asked, I said, how many people work, you know, work for themselves? And they were like, raise their hand, <laughs> half the room. And then um, I asked them how many people were black and nobody raised their hand. Not one of them. So that's a group of people that know who they are. You know, they need some, all they need is just a little bit of extra information to add on to what they already know. They're not running around calling themselves up. And guess what? That's why they're so successful. That's why they're so organized because they're not thinking fictional thoughts that I'm black and I'm colored, I'm African-American. They don't have all these misnomers in their head. And see, what you are tied to, what you believe in, any belief you are believed in is tied directly to your prosperity and success. So if you have false beliefs, false ideologies, misconceptions, misnomers in your head, that's exactly how your life is going to play out. And that's exactly how our, uh, our uh, lives have played out because we believed in all of these false beliefs. Look, look around. All of those people that believe in this whole white Jesus He's coming out of the sky type of thing. They're not, for the most part, they're not successful. Now, you know, people of their skin, they're successful with it. Why? Because it's their creation. It's their straw man creation. It's their form of belief that they forced upon us to take. They took what our ancestors created and bastardized it, and we bought into it, and we're believing. That's why it's successful for them, because it's their ritual. It's their uh, ideology. It's their God, not ours. You see? See, they're believing in the original names of God. That's their belief. So, you know, when um, when we have the right belief system, that's when things start working right for us. And one of the biggest belief systems that we have to have right is our belief in ourselves. If we don't have that, then we have nothing. If we don't know who we are in relationship to everything around us, we have nothing. We don't believe that we are God. You are the great I am. You are the Christ that you're looking for. You will never have anything. <laughs> You'll always be looking and searching for who you are. Some people do not want to hear or want to accept that that's who they are. But, you know, that doesn't change who you are. Now, you don't have to believe it. But because I believe it and people believe, other people believe it, that's why they're getting their success. Our power is in believing that we are the God that we're looking for, that God is working through us, God is in us. Everything we're seeing is coming from a direct result from that belief system. And if I don't have that belief system, that means, I don't know how to create. 
I don't know how to be successful because I'm waiting for something to make me successful. Nothing makes you successful. You make yourself successful. No one determines your success. People can tell you, oh, you're not going to be nothing, whatever. It's your belief in what they said that turns everything around, that makes you not successful. You buying into what they say. And a lot of us, from a very young age, have taken, taken bad information and ran with it and said, this is right. I believe in this because my mama told me, my grandmama told me. And we assume that they were correct, correct, and that's all understandable. But at a point, you have to be responsible for your own beliefs. You can't keep putting it off on grandmama and mama and daddy and all of them to, to, for your beliefs. That was their belief. They they thought it was right, and they gave it to you. And the only reason why most of them thought it was right because their mama gave it to them. Their daddy gave it to them. Their grandfathers gave it to them. They just kept passing down bad information. You see? And we have to... Let me... Give me one second. I have to take a quick break and, and deal with something really quick. You know, one of the things that I deal with a lot is people order stuff from the website and their cards don't go through and they want to, oh, it, it took the money. No, it didn't take the money out. It, it, it's a pending. There's a difference. You know it didn't work in the first place because you put a bad card on there. My, my site is very high tech. I can see when someone is committing fraud and it tells me that it's fraud, and it will block it, and it will tell them it's blocked. But they, you know, let me just deal with something. Let me give y'all something. I got to deal with something. I have to be dealt with now. Put a little nerve and ice on it. It'll be about two minutes. And then we're going to come back, and uh, we're going to talk about abatement. Uh, we're gonna, I, I still got some more coaching to do, but I need to deal with this. My spirit says, Shut this down before I go on. Um, give me one second here to find what I want to play. We now continue our study in the series Control Your Luck, treating upon the idea of how to control your life, your luck, and your circumstances. The title of today's lesson is an interrogatory sentence. Dumb luck or science? And repeat the question after me. Dumb luck, Dumb luck. Or, science. or science? Which am I going to live by? And in this lesson, I'm giving you a three-part technique for getting what you want. The first text is from the Old Testament, the book of Habakkuk. The second chapter, the second verse. And I want you to repeat it after me. Thunder it back at me, in fact, as I shall read it. And the Lord answered me. And the Lord answered me. And said. And said. Write the vision. Write the vision. Make it plain. What happened? He took back his God power. 
The only power that can hurt you is your own God power that you give to people and things to use against you. You better remember the power that God gave you. Listen again and again and again. Hear the Almighty saying, I have made you a God to Pharaoh. Come on, say it with me. I have made you a God to Pharaoh. See, I don't care what your condition is. I don't care how bad off you may think you are. I don't care how poor you may think you are. I don't care how down and out you may be. God says, what are you doing down there? I've made you God to circumstances. What are you doing whining about the economy? I've made you God to the economy. How dare you say you are out of a job? You had better be about the Father's business. The very nerve, your Father is rich in houses and land. He holds the wealth of this world in his hand. Of rubies and diamonds, of silver and gold. His coffers are filled. He has riches untold. You're a child of the king. You're a child of the king. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. What if General Motors shuts down? What if Chrysler shuts down? What if welfare shuts down? The Lord is my shepherd. What if they elect a Democrat president? What if they elect a Republican president? The Lord is my shepherd. You'd better do like the master Jesus did. He went into the temple and consulted with the doctors and the lawyers, meaning he was studying the law of God. And when they said, why weren't you out here with the rest of the throng, with the rest of the crowd? He said, don't you know, I must be about my father's business. And if you're unemployed, you just, you're just not about your father's business. You'd better know, first of all, that you're employed by God in the biggest business in the universe. And I have got news for you. God ain't going out of business. We now continue our study in the series, Control Your Luck, treating upon the idea of how to control your life, your luck, and your circumstances. The title of today's lesson is an interrogatory sentence, Dumb Luck or Science? And repeat the question after me, Dumb Luck, Dumb luck. or Science? Which am I going to live by? 
And in this lesson, I'm giving you a three-part technique for getting what you want. The first text is from the Old Testament, the book of Habakkuk, the second chapter, the second verse. And I want you to repeat it after me. Thunder it back at me, in fact, as I shall read it. And the Lord answered me, and said, write the vision, make it plain, write the vision, make it plain, write your dreams, write your good desires, write what you want to be. To do and to have. Make it plain. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I had to handle that. Yeah, people, they order stuff, and they don't understand how transactions work. First of all, they, they sent me, and I, this is a lesson for everybody. When you are contacting anybody and you're questioning an order, you need to give details. You know, this is how this thing reads. You know, this is the ignorance I deal with regularly. I just placed the order, haven't received anything. First of all, y'all know anybody order from my site know it takes a couple of days, right? And then they just give me the email again. Okay, I can't help you unless you give me more details. What did you order? Come to find out, he had just ordered something. He knows his card didn't go through because he's, oh, I didn't, I didn't receive it. You didn't get a confirmation email from my site saying, thank you for your order. Here's your order number, blah, blah, blah. Because the, the message tells him you should be expecting another email. I ordered this, and it, it took the money out of my bank. Yeah, your bank held it to me because you didn't know your address for your credit card. Or it's not your credit card that you're using, one or the other. I don't know. I'm assuming that you just forgot to put the wrong address in there. So simply, when I deal with stuff like that, they oh, I need assistance. I tell them just what you do. Since you don't understand how these transactions work, do not order from my site. That's exactly what I said. Don't order from my site because you don't understand how these transactions work. Any order you will place will be blocked or refunded back to you. I don't need, I don't, I don't need that type of aggravation. It's not that serious for me. I, abundance is always going to come to me. But when my spirit says, leave a person alone, leave, I, I, I obey it because if I take that little bit of money from them, guess what happened? I'll be having a lot more problems. And this is a lesson for you in business. Sometimes you got to give these people back their money and say, have a nice day, go somewhere else and do business. My site specifically says, has little things that tell you when to expect your order, when they will come, uh, and everything. You see what I'm saying? So basically, bye-bye, have a nice day. That's what I do in situations like that. Um, <laughs> ignorance is ignorance. All right, so back to what I was saying. You are the author of your life and everything that happens to you. If something is not happening to you, like right now, this brother, he can't accept the fact that it was blocked and he's still looking for answers. <laughs> That's a prop that he, he his head is not in the right place in understanding. 
You know, I sent them a screenshot showing what my payment process says. Failed. Bad address. Payment has been blocked. It may show pending on your end, and it'll, it'll be lifted, lifted later on. See, they don't, that, 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 know what that is? That is a man who has not been taught how to be a man. So he can't accept that I don't want to do business with him now, so he's going to go back and forth, and that's it. I'm done. But, see, I know I was right when I did that. But once we accept that what we're experiencing is our fault, our way of thinking, not the other person, then we can do, we can do things. We can make things happen for ourselves. Now, when I went to Georgia, just on that, when I went to Georgia, I thought, you know, because he said it was going to be about 10 people. It was gonna, he, he did tell me it was going to be at his, 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 his uh, temple. Um, he did tell me that, but I didn't imagine the scale. I didn't know the scale of it. I didn't even mention to anybody that I was having a, 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 a private seminar. Right, so I, you know, once I got there, I said, "Wow, this is impressive. This is a, a nice place. You know, everything is laid out pretty good. Oh, uh, I could see prosperity all around. You know, that these people are thinking along the right lines. And prior to me going, I was like, oh." I was skeptical about going because I, you know, I really didn't want to do drive, not because of them. It was just like, okay, I haven't done a seminar since March. I haven't stood up and talked all day. So it's like getting back into uh, a, the, the groove of doing it again. So all I did was say, or well, remember that scripture that said, oh, don't worry. I'll give you the words when the time is right. So got there, met everybody, lights, camera, action, boom. It was a, probably one of the best seminars I ever did. It just flowed. Everything went together. I didn't have a script written out, like how what I was going. I knew what to talk about, but I didn't have a plan on, I'm going to say this, that, and the other. I just let it flow naturally. Just as the questions came, I answered and moved and showed things, and they were highly impressed with the information. I showed them how to keep their debts. I showed them how to how important their nationality is, how important how their name looks on a paper. Showed them court cases where the United States is letting you know that you are a foreign state. And then guess what? I showed them the new affidavit for the passport that I just updated less than a week ago. And I use the Abrahamic covenant in this one. Now, those you, oh, can I get that new one? No, it's not out there. I'm not putting it out there. It's out there to them. They, they have a special arrangement with me. And I'm going to be working with them directly to get his congregation free from the misnomer of black African Americans. He wants me to, we're working together for each of his members. And his members are willing and able to do it. See, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for 
where you got leaders who come and say, listen, I want to do this with my people. People is willing to go along and do it. See, this is the whole congregation that's going to get this information. Hands on, working through him. This is where everything is going. You know, I've been working on an individual level for a long time. Now it's going to a congregational level. See, this is just one of the churches that I'll be visiting. More and more are going to be calling me. This guy is on YouTube. He live streams on YouTube. You can look him up. Oh, I think he's got a pretty good. That's one pastor. See, see, some of these churches are waking up to what they really need. They've been they're tired of giving those those uh tired messages. Your day is gonna come. Wait on the Lord. The devil's gonna get you. They they tired of that. They've been doing it too long and now they say, Wait, wait, something ain't right. I've been preaching these messages. I've got to do something different for my people. And this is this brother here recognizes what they need, and that's a good thing. Truly uh grateful that I met them, you know. One of the things when I opened up was I said what I was grateful for. The very first thing I was grateful for for them inviting me out. And then I said some other things. I'm grateful that uh, for my prosperity. I'm grateful for the love in my life. I'm grateful for so many things. And then I asked them what they were grateful for. And then just doing that opened up the, the positive, positive vibe and people became open once they started talking about how grateful they were. It was a little you know, bumpy, not really bumpy, but you know, people are not used to saying how much they're grateful. They're used to telling you how bad things are. And that's what you, if you want good things in your life, you have to speak to the good things. You have to talk about the good things as if it's already the negative out there. So, you, you know, and you see the results of that. That's why we have the system ready to stick y'all with this new vaccine. Because y'all been talking negative and looking for them to do it. <laughs> yeah, they're going to come with the vaccine. Yo. Oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. Just thinking about it. And guess what? Well, you, if I, I can put money on it. If people just stop thinking about what they're going to do and just concentrate on their own prosperity, government wouldn't even be thinking about them. It's almost like that, the Passover, right? See, in my house, uh, calamity passed over me. Why? Because I was covered by positive thinking. Like I put a, I put a block on that. So it didn't been into my house when they when they shut down the economy. They shut down jobs, and you couldn't do this. Yeah, shoot, that was the best thing. Man, I got to, you know, think more and meditate, and and, and it, you know, it, it it put me in a a, a position where I couldn't do the seminars like I normally do, and I needed that break because I've been running seminars, what, for four years straight every month, going to do a seminar, sometimes twice a month, so I did need that break. And and, and that break opened up new information for you guys, but I'm about to read the template that I created on abatement tonight before I do a webinar. I'm going to do a webinar on it to go into more depth of it, but I'm going to read it to you. And if you don't if you feel like you don't need the webinar, you can just take what I read. And I always, see, I'm, this is my charity. I give you the information, the tools 
right up front. So people, man, you ain't going to make no money. I, listen, I ain't worried about that. I will make the money by giving. I'm giving y'all the truth and the freedom of what you need to do. Now, if you want procedural information, a more detailed thing, because there's things that I would do extra, but it's too much to talk about on the air, and I don't want to talk about it on the air, because that's putting everything out there. Like I told them at the seminar, there's some things I won't say on the radio, but I'll say it here in these private settings. So, y'all want a remedy, or y'all got a question, press the one button. It's after I do the old template. And please don't get on here. Um, um, you know, sidetracking me with y'all stuff y'all have in your head, you know. If you, know, if you got a question or you got a comment, you know, on what I'm talking about, please share it. Um, remember, it's all up to you. If you want change, you got to change. Stop looking to change other people. You can't. Is you that have to change. The things didn't change in my life until I changed. So I stopped looking at everybody else as a problem. Every now and then I, I get caught up in that because that's, that's what I was programmed to do. And sometimes that programming comes, keeps back up. And what's good about it, I recognize it and I move away from it quickly. But like I was saying, I'm, I'm covered by the protection of my own conscious thinking from keep from all these problems, these money problems that people are are having because I don't I think abundance all the time and abundance just flows to me I was saying I was teaching them listen if you want money to continue to flow you every time you let it go you have to say hey this money come back to me tenfold as I pass it through my hand you have to put a command on your money you got to put a command on your prosperity. You got to put a command on your love in your life. You got to say it exactly how you want it and speak to it as if it's already happening. It don't, it, your bank account may not represent, I say this all, it may not represent what you're saying, but that doesn't make you crazy. That makes you smart and wise that you're speaking to it now. You're putting that word out there, consistently doing it. Because the more consistent you, you are with that, the more consistent money, consistent money will go to you. And you can't get comfortable. Once you get some, you can't, oh, I got it, and then stop. you got to keep it going. Because it'll stop when you stop. When you stop being uh, consistent with bringing the money to you and all of that, it's going to become inconsistent. You have to be consistent in your words, in, in your actions, in what you're thinking. If it's inconsistent, that means you have inconsistent thinking. If it's inconsistent, that means that day you didn't think about it or talk about it or put it out there. Some of y'all are saying y'all want stuff, want things to happen, you're hoping things to happen, but you're not putting in the conscious effort to make it happen by your own, first of all, through thought. Because through the thought, the thought is going to generate action. And then once you put in action, then the physical is going to show up. They all go together. But some of y'all have a, a thought in the morning, oh, I, I got this great idea. 
And then next, you know, you get up and start cooking and doing things for the children or whoever, and you forget about it. So there it is. It died right there as soon as you changed your thought pattern. Instead of going in there and cooking and thinking about it and having that still on your mind at the same time. Or or incorporating whatever you're doing into the prosperity thing. Even in your difficult situations, incorporating prosperity in that. Okay, through this difficult situation, I'm going to get something good out of it. You have to continuously, you have to make a habit of it. Crazy. It's okay if they think you're crazy or radical. Because if you study all of the big and successful people, they were radical. They were, they were in almost to the point of insanity to make things happen for them. What I mean by insanity, they, they would not allow people to change their mind. And in, in the eyes of people, they were insane. They didn't think they were insane. The people thought they were. Something was wrong with them. See, the broke people always think something wrong with someone else, except then they never see themselves as something wrong with them. Broke people are always criticizing the wealthy, the prosperous, or the, just simply people doing better than them, or the, when they think somebody's better than them. You see? So, times it, 746. Uh, so, I was, as I as usual, doing some reading. Uh, I was reading a case, and it was talking about the, well, they had used the guy's name. His name was George, but they was calling him Geo in his last name, and that wasn't his name. And he got the case thrown out because, that's not his name. And that's just like what happened to me. I mean, I think I got the suit this time last year. They were suing me in this other name. Close to look like my name, but it wasn't. And I did a motion to dismiss for failure to join the joinder. And that went through and they dismissed it, right? According on here, I played it plenty of times. Um, I might play it tonight at the end. Yeah, that somebody put uh, abatement. The term abatement also used in law to mean the removal or control of an annoyance. Um, there's also another definition for that. I had it pulled up. If I can pull it up real quick. Oh. Um, or less subsiding, uh, lessening. These are the synonyms. Decrease, moderation, decline, dwindling. These are all synonyms. Desisting, weakening, easing, softening, blunting, deadening. I like that one, deadening. You deaden the case. Or it's a, it's a form of relief. Say, listen, you got this name, and it's not correct. 
and we need to get, we need to reduce this. We need to lessen this. We need to deaden it. And if you can't, it, it, and if you if you keep persisting with this, we need to dismiss it. All right. So I actually did up a a, a quick template on that. I looked at some examples and I tweaked it a little bit. Um, and I wrote it all out and I'm going to read it. And here it is. Now this 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 example can be used. You have to you know you have to be smart or wise in what I'm reading because basically. You need to apply it to the type of case. If it's a criminal case, you might have to change some of these words. Oh, if it's a civil case, you know, this the way this reads is pretty much like a civil case. But, it, you know, you have to change it for um, whatever. You know, some cases they use defendant or respondent, you know, in, in different cases. All right? But they both mean the same thing. But a lot of times you see responded in like child support cases. So here it is. Defendant's motion in abatement defenses by special appearance of proper name, Akeem Barber, but not Akeem Barber, which is in all caps, in legal. Oh, that's the title of it, right? Then it says Akeem Barber spelled in proper form, who has not been named as a defendant, respondent, slash as respondent. I kind of got it both ways. Now, I said who has not been named because that name, my proper name, has not been named. So I'm letting them know right off the rip who has not been named in the above-style cause in answer to the original petition filed therein would respectfully show the court and jury the following. One, plea and abatement. In answer to plaintiff's original petition, defendant would show the court that Akeem Barber does not appear in plaintiff's original complaint as party to this suit. That's the key I was written in, like, civil. You know, uh, a criminal complaint is still a suit, all right? They just call it a complaint. Suit and complaint is the same thing. And that that and that that living natural person in that capacity is a necessary and independent party to this action, without whom a just adjudication cannot be made. But non-joinder of the necessary party, this defendant moves for abatement of this complaint suit. So I'm looking to reduce it or deaden it. I gave you all the syn- synonyms, right? Oh, by the way, I have to say all this stuff, right? Yeah, just in case. I'm not an attorney. I'm, this is not legal advice. Actually, this is a, I'm a minister. This is a, my church advice. This is spiritual advice. This is what you're getting. But if you want an attorney, by the way, you want to spend your money, and 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 hopefully he'll do right by you. There's plenty of them in the, in, in on on the internet. You can go look them up, and they can help you. I just gotta say that. All right. So next, a king barber is unnamed in the above style cause. Take special exception to being referred to as Akeem Barber in Legas, a creature of law. My proper Christian name is and properly styled as Akeem Barber. And that's properly to the above special exceptions and plea and abatement and without waiving the same in answer to plaintiff's petition, defendant exercises unalienable rights protected by the 1868 Constitution without subsequent amendment to require plaintiff to prove all material allegations contained in the plaintiff's original petition for this purpose, he generally denies them all. So I'm denying everything because, first of all, 
you don't have me named properly to even go any further. In relief, alleged defendant demands judgment of the court on his plea in abatement and that defendant be dismissed with prejudice, meaning what is with prejudice? What's with prejudice? It means prejudice is a legal term with different meanings when using criminal civil comma in legal context, prejudice refers of oh, that's not the I want to read. Here it is. In the formal legal world, a court case that is dismissed with prejudice means that it is dismissed permanently. A case dismissed with prejudice is over and done with. Once and for all, it can't be brought back to court. A case dismissed without prejudice means the opposite. It's not dismissed forever. So there it is. That's why I got that in there. Right? I, want, I don't want to see this again. I don't want to be back in court again. So dismissed with prejudice. In alternative, now I'm giving them like an alternative. Okay, if you're going to move forward, respectfully demands that the court strike the portions of plaintiff's original petitions, especially accepted to herein and demands for judgment of the court that the plaintiff take nothing from this complaint and for such and further relief to which the defendant may just be entitled, either at law or in equity. Right? There it is. That's it. Very simple. One page the little goes a little bit over to the next page. Thing I never do all of these. I really don't like to see any pipe bodies answer petition that's several pages long. For one thing, that lawyers do all of that, right? That's their job to make all of these complicated uh, pages. And the reason why they do that because they know the stuff is confusing. So when you get to reading it. And the longer you read, the more confused you're going to get, and you're going to get lost. The people's attention spans are short. After the second page, you, you, you're starting to fall asleep, and, and you forgot what you read on the first page. This is why they make those petitions so long. They could just simply do a one- to two-page complaint, but for the most part, depending on how many uh, causes of action. That, 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 that's another thing. Causes of action has a lot to do with the length of a, a complaint. So, yes, it's possible, but most of these complaints can be reduced, really reduced, but they, and judges don't really read all of this stuff. So that's why the judge want to hear you talk, because he wants you to tell you tell him what's going on and then he makes a decision, right? He probably don't, like, for instance, if people, two, two people, are, you know, each side is arguing in the court, I could guess that they go in there and they argue the points and then he say, well, I'll make my decision later. Then he goes back and read the case. But in the beginning, I doubt if they read all of that stuff. And they get all of those cases across their desk. So that's why I try to make myself short and to the point. And for us, we don't need long drawn out cases. First of all, we're not lawyers, and we're not trying to be one. And we want to be speaking plain language to be understood. So I see people trying to write like a lawyer. I'm not trying to write like a lawyer. Like, I'll use some stylings and some words like them, but I'm not trying to be like a lawyer. I don't want to be. Because lawyers, what do they do? They plead. Plead things out. And a lot of them are doing hundred, hundred, underhanded things to their clients. Because that's just the nature of the business, you know? So let's go. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That's it right there. Here it is. Let's see. Who got their hand up? If you, if you got a comment, raise your hand. After I take I am getting off. 
is as you know, I, I, I drove up here, drove back the same day I did the, the, the seminar, and I'm still recovering. Um, all right, let's see who's up here. All right, two, five, three, four, seven, six. Yeah, peace to the gods, our king. Peace, peace. What's going on? Peace and blessings. I got to tell you that the energy that's coming from your show today, it is very, very exceptional. I just, you can stop Thank me you. if you don't want me to say what I'm, what I'm getting. Um, you're going to be on a, it's like you're inside of this gigantic auditorium and you're on a stage, and it looks like that there's some couple of other men up there with you, and there's some, there may be a couple of women there also. But the thing about it is all of these cars coming to see you, all of these people is coming to see you. So you had talked about that like a few years ago, that you was going to be going in a direction where a lot of people was not going to be able to go. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yes. You're almost there. I remember. I get well this week and proved it. <laughs> this week and proved it. I was in the church speaking. Both led church yeah. with the members. And I didn't just talk about remedy. I talked about, you know, spiritual things as well. I, incorpor- I always try to incorporate but I can tell you this, this, this one seminar, I talk more spiritual things than I ever did in any seminar. I, I mean, most seminars, I'll touch on it, and then I'll just stick to the point. But this one, Good. I would say 50-50 was both. You know, I did remedy and spiritual. And I think that's because of the energy of where I was. It flowed that way. I wasn't in a, a boardroom. Like I normally do. It's flowing. Uh, it's flowing good. It's got me tingling all over. It's flowing really, really good. Uh, you're going to be getting phone calls from people from everywhere wanting to talk with you, wanting your advice, uh, wanting you to. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, you know, I don't want to spoil it. You, you're, you're, you're on the right track, and uh, you're, yeah. you're going to be uh, inundated with different phone calls and things like that. This is. It's so clear. I can see it clearly. Yeah, I, I saw that after I, I saw it after I left, and when I was there, and as I, I said, man, I didn't realize the gravity of what I was walking into. You know, I just, you know, <laughs> you know he said ten people, and you know, I was kind of, you know, on a just. I'm just gonna go do my thing. I was positive, but when I got there, I said, hey, this is a. This is a vision uh-uh. that's starting to make it reveal itself, you know. Yeah. So you have yeah, placed, go ahead. You, you have some something you want to share me. Yeah. You got some things in motion that's really going in a positive direction for you. So, it, like I said, peace and blessings for you, really, for you and your family. Peace and blessings. Oh yeah, and well, thank uh, you. One of, I'm not I'm not going to discuss it with you over the phone, but when you get ready to get started on your mission there. I want to talk with you about some information about protection because every time people get to making millions of dollars, the hate the haters come out. Oh yeah, that's normal. <laughs> that's a normal thing <laughs> no. that happens, you know. <laughs> you know, it ain't a coincidence. I I get on the show and then somebody get on my website and 
cause disruption because of their own. I don't even think they did it on purpose. They just that's just their energy. So that's why I had to shut it down before I moved forward. You know, okay, listen, we're not going to do business. Move on. You know, you know that's what my spirit says. And he, since I've been on the on the thing, I answered him. I gave him. I showed him a screenshot of the transaction, how it didn't go through. He has been sending uh-huh. messages the whole time. See what I'm saying? Right. It's just, that's a distraction. That's someone who's trying to distract. That's not right before the show. Come on, man. What is that? It's, it's, a, it's a negative energy. That's just, yeah. Yeah. It's very negative. Yeah, uh-huh. it's very negative. And it's trying to, yeah, it's it's very negative, most definitely. Right. Uh, but I came as, I wanted to share something with the people. You may already have this, but. It's like mm-hmm. I emailed you today. You should be sitting down. I'm going to share something with you and the people here that I, I came across this yeah. information here. I want to give this to you. 26 CFR, which stands for the Code of Federal Regulations, one mm-hmm. point, I mean one dot, which is a point, one dash one, income tax on individuals. Let me drop down here and say, A, general rule, section one of the code imposes an income tax on on income of every individual who is a citizen, a resident of the United States, and to the extent provided by Section 871B or 877B mm-hmm. on the income of non-resident aliens. Okay, hold that thought. Mm-hmm. Let me go over here. Mm-hmm. I already know where you're going, but go ahead. B. It's I'm at, I'm at B. Same same section, 26 CFR 111, but I'm going down. I'm at B. Citizens are residents of the United States liable for tax in general. All citizens of the United States, wherever resident, and all resident alien individuals are liable for income tax imposed by the code, whether the income is received from sources within or without the United States. Okay, hold that thought. Mm -hmm. Let me go to C. Who is a citizen? Mm -hmm. Every person born and naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction is a citizen. Okay, hold that thought. Let mm-hmm. me go right over here to definitions. Right here. Let me, let me. 26 U.S. Mm-hmm. Code 7701 definitions. A, when used in this title, were not otherwise distinctly expressed or manifestly incompatible with the intent thereof, one person. The term person shall be construed to mean and include an individual, a trust, a state, partnership, association, company, or corporation. Okay, hold that thought. Mm-hmm. Let me go to number number nine. Number nine, United States. The term United States, when used in this geographical sense, includes only, and I repeat, only, the states and the District of Columbia. Let me go to number ten. Hold, hold, hold your horses. Number ten. If somebody's the gonna get confused, state, of what is the state? Here, go ahead. This is it right here. That's why I'm going to number ten. The term state shall be mm-hmm. construed to include the District of Columbia, where such construction is necessary to carry out provisions of this title. Right. Now, what's funny about what you're reading? Uh-huh. You gonna you need to sit down when I tell you everything you're reading. Okay. I've been studying. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down. <laughs> Go ahead. I've been reading that 
when uh, Bethman called me, I said, I'm studying something. That's what I was studying, this code, and I was reading case law that goes with the code. You see, I like the code, but I I like the case law because the case law speaks in plain Uh language that we're not liable for taxes. Like, for instance, one of the cases I was reading, and I was debating on teaching that tonight. You just actually taught part of the lesson, but you didn't read all of the code. Like you, no, when I didn't, you first no, read that I, first I section, that first section, uh-huh. if you'd have kept reading, it would let you know that non-resident aliens is who we are. Yeah, I know. Because I we are non-resident aliens. First of all, you don't have a residence, so we're non-resident. Right. right? That's why you don't want to say you reside in any state or anything like that, right? right. So right, right. we're non-resident aliens to the District of Columbia. We don't reside in Columbia. We're not from Columbia. And there's a case where a guy um, got his pension or something. He's got something his his pension, and okay. um, he lived in Brooklyn, New York, and they taxed him. And he was like, "How are you guys taxing me?" And he was like, "Well, you, you you're a citizen of the United States." And then the court and they they ruled against him at first, but then the higher court said no. No, no, no. He is not a citizen of the United States. There is such thing as being a state citizen versus a citizen of the United States. And plus, he is a non-resident alien to the United States. And the income that he had, they can only tax on income that is derived from sources within the United States. Right. You see? You got it. So he didn't get it. his yep. money within the United States. It right. was outside of the United States. You got it. States. That's good. So they could not tax him. Now, right. when it comes to taxes, just to break it down even further, they're only supposed to be taxing things like if you have stocks, right? You get stocks and you make a profit, they tax that profit. Right. That's where the real tax is supposed to come from. It's not supposed to be taxing on your labor. Your labor is not taxable. Right. taxable. Simply because you went to that employee and said you're going to do some work and he's going to give you compensation for it. That is not taxable. And then it's supposed to be a direct tax, meaning everybody gets taxed the same. So they're not doing that either. We've talked, you know, we've been over this a million times, like in our earlier shows, but now I'm getting more precise with it. Like I could give you the, the, the case law along with the law. The reason why I like to read the case law is because of the fact that it, 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 the judges are actually speaking in plain language and breaking down what those laws mean. And then I right. can take those same statements and use them. Right, and, right. And That's good. You got it. You got like it. So, right. So, yeah, you got yeah, it. You, wanna, you, wanna, you got it. You, you, you brought it all out, and that's why you have to look at definitions. None of those definitions. And then one of the main things is, which I taught at the seminar, I pulled up a 1040 form where it says Uh who's responsible for taxes. It says U.S. citizen and resident, uh, resident alien, not non-resident alien, resident alien. Yep. (laughs) What's a resident alien? Someone who comes, like, say someone comes from another country and now they're residing here or they're just coming here for work purposes. They are, and they think it's a resident, they are resident aliens. Right. Excuse me. Right, right. 
So yeah, yeah you, you got you, That's funny. You were reading that because that's exactly. I've been studying and putting it together, and I was debating on talking about that. And then, as I was reading that, I came across this other case uh-huh. where they had uh, abated the case because the name was wrong. Yeah, so wow. I said, "Well, that was that's on top of that's on on par with what I'm doing with the name change." So I just quickly, literally, right before the show, created that template. Uh-huh. Right there. Yeah, I came. Let While me read number flowing, thirty. I did it right there on the spot. Number number 30 number 30 says, United States person. The term United States persons mean, A, a citizen, a resident of the United States, B, a domestic partnership, C, a domestic corporation, D, any other state other than a foreign state within the meaning of the the paragraph 31. These people have been robbing us, and the laws is just right here. Oh, of course they have. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, that's good. That seems like we're on the same track. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are. Yeah, that's good. Yep. And what you didn't read is C, every person born or naturalized in the United States and subject to its jurisdiction is a citizen. None of us was born in the I wasn't born in the United States. No, we were not. I was born in the yep, country right of New that. York. Right. You see? Yep. You got to read through this, and then they use words. To, see, what they have been very good at is getting you to assume things. When they say right. state, oh, okay, that they know you're going to assume that you think it's your state. But the law is, when you understand how law is, is always precise. Because when you go to the education code, they say the term state means the 50 states in such <laughs> no. and such and such. So each chapter has no. a different definition for the word state. Right. District of Columbia. You see? In the geographical so system. They have the own, what you have to understand is these codes have their own language and their own definitions. So that's where you got to right. read the definition and see how that definition applies to that particular code. Exactly. So when people Definitely. say, oh, they, they, they assume, oh, it means all state, no, it doesn't. Because if you go to other sections of these same USC codes, CFRs, they have different name definitions for the name state. The reason why they have they name all of the fifty states in the educational code, why? Because they're giving away money to the state, to those schools. So they got to be precise on what state, what school gets what. Right, right. You you can't just you can't make rules why I got a budget and I'm gonna give a hundred thousand dollars to this school, right? And actually that's a little bit of money. They be giving millions to these schools. Right? So, right. They got to be precise on what they're saying. This school in this particular state gets this amount of money. They're not going to be ambiguous right, right. like they're doing with the IRS code. See, the IRS code is the most uh, uh, elusive, vague code there is. But when it comes to criminal charges and stuff like that uh-huh. or, or any other thing, they're not as vague. But when it comes to when they want to fleece you and they know they're tricking you, they're going to be very vague in those codes. That's why they say right. that the, the term state includes, but it never tells you what it excludes. But if it's just right. only saying includes, that means it only includes what they said on that paper. It doesn't say North Carolina, South Carolina, and all these other states. So exactly. it doesn't mean that. But see, with people yeah, in their layman thinking, assuming that that's what it means, and they're putting themselves in their jurisdiction. 
And I also exactly. mention to people, just the mere fact of doing a tax, 1040 tax return is snitching on yourself. Yes. It's a form of giving evidence on yourself because you just signed in the penalty of perjury. Yeah. Oh, that's shit. Simple. That's what's getting them in trouble. Penalty of perjury. That's exactly what's yep. getting them in trouble. That's why yep. they want you to sign under penalty and perjury. Once you do that, they got you. They got you. Big time. Yeah, definitely. Listen, all the people that I see that got into problems with the IRS did a tax return. Yep. They did one. They actually signed one and sent it in, and that's where the problem came. The people that didn't do one, they might have come at them with some type of assessment letter, and then you just you respond to that appropriately. The ones that have problems with those is they didn't uh, – and most of the time, even then, they did it. When they do an assessment, they did a tax return and didn't include some income or whatever on there. Then they came after them. But most people, you know, that, that didn't process a tax return or sign one of those contracts, because those are all voluntary. Um, right. They, for the most part, don't have the problems that everybody else has. See, they're going to hold you to that contract if you sign it. They're going to hold you Exactly. But I came, I came across yeah. a law that stated every letter that you get from the Internal Revenue Service or either the commissioner, it must be signed under the penalties of perjury. It is not. It is not, yes. it is not statutory, yes. and it is, it it is a, a bogus. They never do. Uh, well, you see, it's not a like – they got a name on there, but that's not a person sending you the letter. That's a computer. This exactly. is why they can't answer right. the, those letters when you ask them to prove what they you owe because – no one actually went in there and did the calculations and said it was a, oh, uh, you made a mistake or thing like that. A computer did the calculation and spit out some numbers or spit out some, hey, you need to do this one. Just send this one an audit letter. And it's right, really right, what right, it right. is. It's just uh, they're throwing a hook out there with some bait and see if you're going to take the bait. Exactly. Even in an yeah. audit, you're not obligated to talk to them. <laughs> well, remember what you're I not, said? Right. You're not. You don't have to. You know, that's a voluntary situation. Although right. they make it like it's not. The way they right. word it, they play games with you. But you could send them back uh no contract. I'm not I'm not coming in there to talk to you about this return at all. Right. Because anything you right. say they're exactly. gonna use against you, right? So you have a right to remain silent and not say that's anything. That's right. Yep, most definitely. Hey, I just want to let you anytime know that we're gonna be doing... you, that that's Go ahead. We're going to be putting together our petition sometime pretty soon. We're going to get another consultation with you for you to go over and make sure it looks okay. Okay, no problem. All right. No yeah, what problem. was you going to say now? I said anytime you see something that says signed under penalty of perjury, that's potential criminal charges, and you have a right to remain right. silent. That's been telling my wife. I've been telling everybody yeah. that I know. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Great show. Peace to the All gods. Right, I don't, don't want to hog up the line. All right. Peace. You good. You good. You good. You're not hogging it up. Uh, look like people are very quiet tonight. So, um, that means I'm taking off early, and I appreciate y'all letting me get off early. But anyway, um, I did another uh interview with Dr. Daniels, we had a very interesting conversation about uh, PK. I'll, I'll put that up. I didn't get a chance to uh, upload it today, but I'll probably upload it to YouTube. 
I'm going to be going doing some videos on BitChute because some people's accounts are getting suspended so they can't watch my YouTube videos. So I'm going to be putting my videos up on several platforms, and that takes work and time to do it. Really, you know, one video, even though it might be 30 minutes, it might take me a few hours to do it when it comes to editing and things like that. It, it, it's, it is a time-consuming job. And pretty soon, I'm going to have to hire somebody to do my videos. Like, I do them, and then they're going to do all the editing and getting them uploaded. That's where this is going. Because that takes a lot of time for me to do one video, you know. So I'm, And I'm a little bit behind on my information I want to teach you. Like, what he was talking about tonight, I was going to do a video on that and break it down. So we talked about it, so I still got to do a video and show you the laws and the case law that proves everything. I'm trying to make videos where some people who's got a good mind can go write their own affidavits up and be able to do it themselves without having me to do it. But if you want me to do it, I'm, I'll be happy to do it for you and give you the remedy, of course, for a fee. You know, the, the, the advantages of having me do it, I can, I can give you advice and I can point you in the right direction because you know why? I did it. I have the experience. I've been down the road. Uh, actually, two people raised their hand. I'll take their call and make it quick. 914-920. Hello? Peace? Yes, hello. Hello? I oh, can peace, hear you. I, can't, you know, I, didn't, you know, I didn't even press in, man, but peace, peace, man. Um, I'm, peace, you know, listen, like, Well, it wasn't there before. It just popped up. All right. I'll move on to the next guy. Pete, all right. No, no, well, I'm saying. Well, okay, wait a minute. He was saying something. I cut him off. Now, what were you saying? I said, well, since you had me, you know, maybe it was fate. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay, go ahead. Um, what, uh, I heard him say that, that code 26, because I wanted to look at that, because I, I had, I had looked at that before. 1.1-1. 1.1-1? One? 1.1-1. Yep. It's income tax on individuals. That's the title. Yeah. Remember, you're not an individual anyway. Individual being exactly. a U.S. citizen. That's even a definition for that. Um, right. Yeah, that's what that code is. Yeah, man, but um, congratulations, man. Peace to you. Because um, I haven't, you know, I haven't Thank spoken you. to you in a while. Um, but congratulations, Yeah, I know, man. I know. It's and, been a minute. Yeah, man. Uh, you, man, you know, I you know I was in the first class, and then man, my you know, without bringing nothing down, but everything's great now, man. My sister had to had a little stroke or whatever, but we nursed oh, her back, man. and she's Sorry good. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why I got into that second class, you know, because everything is you know, right. and I had to do I, I got to do what I got to do anyway. You know what I mean? So. But everything is good, can, man. Try to get in with Dr. Dan. She got very inf- good information on those strokes and what the, the best thing to do. It's a very simple uh, thing that she gives yeah, We talked about it. She's yeah, really what is she on? Um, she's Monday, right? Uh, No, she does. Her, she, like, she pre-records them, then uploads them to Vimeo. But you can send a question to her, or you can just go to her website and schedule a consultation with her. I think they're like three hundred and fifty dollars, three seventy five. Right. Right. Consultation. But the information she's gonna drop on you is well worth it. Save you from going to the doctor. Right. Um it's right. uh you know 
One of the main reasons she said you get strokes is from dehydration, not enough water huh. in your body. Yeah. Wow. Same thing with heart attack. They both, they were on the same level, didn't she said. That's what it did. And it makes sense because most people who have those strokes it, and heart attacks, you know, as soon as you said they that, do it in their you know, sleep. As soon as you said that, it rang a bell with me. Word up. As soon as you said that, it made sense. I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lack of the body not being able to not have enough water, so it's broken out. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 it right there. But the doctors have called said it's all of these. Is they they you know one of the things they did a good job on us, and we had a conversation about this. Our food. They told us all of the things that we're eating. Remember, we you know all that stuff that the, we used to take, eat oxtails and all of those things. Yeah. And uh, cow feet, cow tongue, and all of those things. Yeah, yeah. They told us that was yeah. bad, and that was causing us heart problems, and that was a big lie. Because in those <laughs> things is collagen, which we all need. You know, that's why we have such great skin. You know, all the folks have yeah. great skin. Yeah. Because they they're they're eating part of the animal that is the healthiest, which is well, is good for our health in our skin, right? Now, you notice all of these people who are eating really healthy now, or what they call healthy, their skin is bad. It's blotchy. Just pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's because they're not getting enough collagen in their, in their diet. Yeah, the, the, one, the part of the animal that's really important is the skin of the animal. The skin and the joints, the cartilage. And, oh, like one of the things she was saying, I, we didn't talk about it in this one. We talked about it in another interview. Cow tongue is good for getting rid of snoring. Because what happens is the back mm-hmm. of the tongue is weak. And you eat the cow tongue and it strengthens it up. Stop the, uh, the snoring. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> and I, listen, everything she told me is spot on. Because I do it. You know, when she gave me the Agatha bitters to get rid of phlegm, if I really wanted to get rid of phlegm, take about a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of that. For about four days straight, stop. The phlegm comes up, and, and it, it works just like you said it. And then when, that, when the phlegm stops coming up, get on that regimen again, and then more will come You said up a half a teaspoon of You said a half a teaspoon of what? Agastera bitters. Agastera. It's like oh, in the okay. orange, the orange bitters, Agastera. It's an uh-huh. old... Caribbean rep recipe that the Australians took and and they sell it. Yeah. And whiskey. All of that. Hmm. So I keep whiskey around and I keep like still there when I'm trying to remove slim out of my body. Hmm. And she's yeah, all of the organs, this brother was saying, he says the beef organs, heart, lungs, bone marrow, all of those things are good. And that's what she eats. Because, you know, she was a vegan for 26 years. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have been on Dr. Daniel's yeah, site once or mm-hmm. twice. I, I stopped going on her site. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. All of those things, bone marrow, all of those things, all of those are good for the strengthening. Of the, the part of that, that very part is what's good for your skin. The bone strength and things like that, you know. So, hmm. anyway. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. You got a couple man. more people. I'm listening, bro. 
And, uh, you know, see you All next right, thank you. Appreciate right, you. Peace. 
to look into the uh, cryptocurrency called XRP. By oh, Rick. man. Aren't they jumping um, off the chain? I did, I did that. <laughs> My I portfolio that. has doubled. Hoping. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, yeah. That's what I wanted to test it. Man, I got a team. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even know about XRP. I wouldn't even buy none of it. Man, I told y'all, I gave y'all the ones to buy, and all of them are jumping. I said, Monero, XRP, and it was another one. Stellar Lumens, I don't know if I mentioned that one. Uh, but my portfolio has doubled. I kind of wish I threw more money in it, but I'm okay. I'm good with it. Because if it keeps going in this direction, if, if what I got invested, if it goes where I think it's going to go, we all going to be millionaires. Watch. Watch, we all like be living. Yes, because Bitcoin is in the 19s right now. Let's look at Bitcoin. Let's do it that way. And I had mine when it was at 9,000, right? So, um, oh, uh, let's look at, uh, let's see. Bitcoin right now is nineteen thousand one forty nine. When I had mine, it was at like nine thousand. So yeah, my portfolio is shooting through the roof right now. That I I doubled, and now I got different wallets. So you know, I got to flip back and forth. I got I got a hard wallet. I got to open that up and see where that's at, and um, uh-huh. where those are. Yeah, the XMR was the one, and another good one to get is Tezos. Oh, I just bought the. That's a new one that I jumped on. Tezos and uh, Civic. That's average. I made a little bit of money, but uh, yeah. So Ethereum was doing good. That's that's going up too. Yeah. Oh, Ethereum, okay. There you go. <laughs> you you listen? Yeah, oh yeah, Chainlink. Nice. Chainlink is uh Chainlink is I have that as well. And new Numerare is another one. I have Chainlink. Uh Numerare is another one. Yeah. But uh right. yeah, yes, XRP right. has jumped seventy percent. Uh, Monero has jumped like uh, more than that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, man, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna do the money ritual yeah, this I, year. I'm glad you brought it it's up. Coming. I'm, I'm glad you brought it yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I hope y'all bought your silver because that's gonna go through the roof pretty soon too. That's that's about to jump off. That's coming. Yeah. I hope y'all got your yeah. stock on silver. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty I good do. on that I'm as well. Yeah. Brother said, yeah. Chainlink will All hit right, certain well, mass once the company launched by next month. Okay, brother. Thank you for tuning Say in. Again? Thank you. I said thank oh, you, you for tuning yeah, no in. Problem. You have a good night. Thank you. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Bitcoin is almost where it was three years ago. It's very close, and it's expected to go up to three over three hundred thousand by the end of the year. That's the speculation. If it just reaches one fifty, I'm good. I can retire. 
901-265. Peace, God. Peace, peace, peace to God. What's going on? It's all good in my healthy, wealthy estate. I was calling to congratulate you on that seminar you did this weekend. Oh, thank you, thank you. Kept it on the hush hush. You know, we were supposed to actually do it not this Sunday, one before. Then, you know, he called me on that Monday and said, did you want to come out? I said, sure. You know, and I, you know, I just accepted the call. You know, I didn't have any huge expectations. You know, like I wasn't thinking, you know, I was just thinking I'm going to go do a seminar, a few people that just want to know some things. It was going to be really a small one, but it actually turned out to be pretty decent size. Yeah. Okay. Good That's people, good. good-hearted people like that. They're really good people. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. That's your vision coming to pass. So I'm just happy for you, and uh, I know everything that uh, that has been prepared for you, you're going to walk in it. Yeah, that's important. That's what you just said, because a lot of times we don't know what we're walking into until we walk mm-hmm. into it. You know, I'm thinking regular seminar, you know, this is the first time a pastor put together, like I've had other pastors put together seminars, but, you know, maybe one or two of their members came out, and, I, and the rest mm-hmm. of the people I invited, I invited no one there because I didn't advertise it. Everything, mm-hmm. everybody that was there was on his word, on, on, so that shows his the power he had for his people and the respect they had for him, which says a lot about him, what, what his character is all about, you know, that, mm-hmm. that he has that type of positive influence on his people you see so i was surprised because i walked in the room there's a room full of let me stop saying room the the the, we didn't actually do it in the main temple we did it in like i guess the gathering area which was huge you put two of those two or three of those little uh those uh those uh hotel places we have put three three or three to four of those together. That's how big that room was. That's a yeah. nice size. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty good. That was about maybe two and a yeah, about three. Yeah. And they had state of the art equipment. Funny about it how we were thinking the same. I stopped off before I, the day before and picked up a wireless mic because I wanted to record everything, you know, with my new equipment. And I brought all my new equipment with me. And I didn't even need it. Didn't need it. They had everything. They gave me the mic. Here's the mic. Put this on. Put it on your collar. Talk through it. And they were filming it professionally, following me wherever I went. Had me up on the wow. big screen. We had, they had like two big screens in there. Yeah. That's impressive. But yeah, I think that's the move of. I said, this is high class y'all got going on here. You know, I was very impressed by their setup. You know, showing our people we can be li- live to a high standard. We can be have have bring class to our events. We can do that. We do. We and nobody was late. Not one person. They were early. Everybody was waiting there. They wanted to work. When I got they there, I walked to- to the door. I said, "Okay, I have my typical mind. Like, okay, there's something we're gonna go walk in at certain times." Not one person walked in that room late. Not one. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. to the to the liquor there. <laughs> that was that was powerful. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that means we are capable of being on time and being, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call? What's the word I want to use? Uh, it's another word for being on time. Um, punctual. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's going to be yeah. the the the, uh, the mood of the movement that's going forth that you'll be leading out in the days to come. You know, the people are going to be calling you that have already laid the foundation. Now they want to go to a different level, and you're going to have that information right. for them. Mm-hmm. Right. It's time for a change. It's about time. They've been getting the same old information for all of these years. It's time for something new that's going to actually work for them. The truth. You know? That's what it's Yes. <laughs> something they, they can actually do something with. Yeah. It, yeah. It, you know, at times you got to remember you will get doubtful. Like a doubt will come in your mind, but you have to dismiss it immediately. Because yes, even does. right up to the you know the day I got there, you know, you know, checking into the hotel room, there was a little mix up with that, and the mind wanted my mind wanted to go negative immediately. You know, I, my people, this and it, start thinking crazy like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't let it, and then the brother straightened it out. You know, he we got it straight. You know, but if I'd have just stayed in that negative mindset, I could have ruined a good thing. That's why we have mm-hmm. to be careful and not assume. And what helped me not assume, I was reading the book or listening to the book all the way up there, which I listened to the whole thing, over three hours long, uh, called The Fifth Agreement. And Call it talked about The Fifth Agreement. He, 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 okay. he, he's got the four agreements, and he's got another book called The Fifth Agreement. And in there it says about making assumptions. And we make assumptions on things we really don't have all the information on. We want to assume the worst or something we don't know. Don't make any assumptions on anything. Even if it looks mm-hmm. like that's what it is, don't make any assumptions. Keep your mind free. And that's what I, if I hadn't listened to that book, I probably would have went negative and thought something crazy. But listening to it, I said, don't make any assumptions. Just let it, it'll be okay. And it turned out better than okay. But those mm-hmm. are the tests that we walk through. Are we going to allow our lower consciousness interfere with us moving on to higher levels? We have to show those that are the real challenges that. that we face every day. Yeah. Mhm. So, That's yeah. a beautiful thing. What's the author uh, of that book, Arcane? The Fifth Agreement. Uh, hold on. On Amazon, you can get it. I got the like the uh, you got the audio by Don Jose Ruiz. Then we got Don Miguel Ruiz, he's got a couple Janet Mills called The Fifth Agreement. He's got a lot of good books out, but I like like the tone of the the audio book, yeah. So. Well, I just wanted to uh, openly con- congratulate you on that move. I, I really like that, and I appreciate you. And I want to close on, in God, I trust, and I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. All right. Peace, God. Peace. All right. Um, one of the things I did, and I'm going to close out after this, 
um, you know, going there, I learned something. You know, they do. You know, they're using the original names of God, and I, that caused me to look into what they teach. So I always like to, you know, learn stuff. So I, I did some research on some things, and there's a Bible, uh, and I bought it. Let's see. It's called the Yahuwah Bible Restored Name King James Version Translation and Transliteration by Merrick PhD Daniel W. Uh so it's about thirty dollars. So that's that'll be there on Friday. Um for me to to read through that. You know, I wanna get a understanding of what what they're teaching. Kinda know what they're teaching because I watched the videos. Um but one of the things I said in the seminar, if you meet someone who say they know everything one, <clears throat> they don't. Like me, I might, you know, I know a fraction of what information is out there. But the fraction that I do know is more than what people are willing to take the time and listen to or go and study. So that's a lot. But there's always more information, and that's what you got to strive for, learning, becoming better. Because if you don't understand how this world works, this world works very specifically, that nothing stays the same, nothing. We come here, we live, we die, right? You're not, even our life is not going to stay the same. You know, us in this physical form is not going to stay the same. So nothing else is going to stay the same. So why should your learning stay the same? Why should you be still doing the same things you were doing 20 years ago or 10 years ago? You should always be looking for higher knowledge. Because higher knowledge, higher wisdom brings better things to you. So with that being said, I'm going to leave you all with you-know-who. The man, the, the best prosperity teacher that I know, that I that I resonate with, uh, We are continuing our series, How to Control Your Life, Your Luck, and Your Circumstances. Today's lesson is titled, How You Determine Your Own Luck. How You Determine Your Own Luck. And I want to put it in the first person. I want you to say to yourself, How I Determine My Own Luck. Say that. You see, the very subject is telling you something. The subject is telling me that I am the one who is determining my own luck, my own life, my own circumstances. And that's very interesting. And that's one of the major differences of our philosophy here. In this philosophy, there is nobody else to blame. Neither God in the sky, nor the devil in hell. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Repeat that after me. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. I was reading magazines last night. 
and there was an article in there titled, What the Presidential Candidate Promised to Do for You. But here we don't sit around waiting for other people to do anything for us. We realize that we have the determining power of God over our lives within our own being. And we study the ways and means by which we may use that power for our own good and the good of everyone. So now we're going to consider for the next few minutes how you determine your own luck. How I determine my own luck. Say that. How I determine my own luck. So you see, there's a good thing about this too. It means that if I don't like my luck, if I don't like my conditions, if I don't like my circumstances, I can change them. And the big fallacy is to go around looking for somebody else to do for you what you want done. All the politicians will promise you the moon. But when you get right down to it, only you can change you. Now, we have several texts that we are going to read at the beginning of this lesson. And the first is from Reverend Ike, the 14th chapter and the third verse. And I'm going to have you thundered back at me for emphasis as I shall read it. Life meets me just like I meet life. Think about that for a moment. Let's play with words for a moment and say it this way. Life meets me exactly the way I meet life. Now from Isaiah, the 14th chapter and the 24th verse. Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have proposed, so shall it stand. Surely as I have thought. That's interesting. That brings it right to you, not as the Democrats have promised, or the Republicans, or the Communists. But repeat after me again. Surely as I have thought. So shall it come to pass. And as I have proposed. So shall it stand. There's a text in the 12th chapter of Romans. Be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Reverend Ike, you say that life meets me just like I meet life? Yes. And here's a statement of the law. The law is that you determine your own luck, your own fate, your own fortune and experience by the way you think and feel about yourself. Every man, every mind is a fortune teller. And I'm going to take a couple of minutes here to teach you how to tell your own thoughts. The thoughts of your mind are always registering in and as your experience. That's why the scripture says, surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have proposed, so shall it stand. 
I may tell my own fortune by the way I meet life, by my own thinking and feeling about myself. If you want to know what's going to happen to you, right away ask yourself the question, how do I think and feel about myself? What do I think and feel about myself? Now, you see, this is really mind reading in its truest sense. If you read the way you think and feel about yourself, you are at the same time reading your fortune. For surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. Life will not meet me any differently from the way I meet life. That's interesting. Here's another probing thought, and I'm going to have you repeat this interrogative statement after me. With what thoughts, feelings, attitudes, and ideas am I meeting life? With what thoughts, feelings, attitudes, and ideas am I meeting life? See, this is the question, the answer to which also tells your fortune. With what thoughts, feelings, attitudes, and ideas am I meeting life? Most of us encounter problems from time to time and don't feel bad when you encounter problems. The only people that don't encounter problems are people that are not trying to be, do, and have anything. It has been truly said that a successful person has more problems than the unsuccessful person. You see, but a successful person is successful because he has learned the art of overcoming problems. He has learned the art of applying solutions. And so if you have a problem, you can solve it by asking yourself the question, okay, I have a problem here, but let me find out what thoughts, feelings, and attitudes am I meeting life with at this particular time? What's my thought about myself? What's my feeling about myself? Do I feel that I am greater than this problem? Do I feel that the power of God in me is able to meet this problem? And ask yourself each day, how am I meeting life today? Say that. Say it for the second time. For the third time. And that's a good question to ask yourself the moment you wake up in the morning and to ask yourself through the morning while you're preparing to go out and meet today. How am I meeting life today? Say it again. With what thoughts am I meeting life today? What am I thinking about myself today? What am I feeling about myself today? And then the next process is to go on into what Reverend Ike describes. Reverend Ike has a series that says, tell your mind what to think. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your body how to react. It's a good question to ask yourself. How am I feeling about myself? Say that. 
You know something, ladies and gentlemen? Nothing really matters except what you think and feel about yourself. If you think right about yourself, if you feel right about yourself, you will make it. I mean, it's just that simple yet that profound. What am I thinking and feeling about myself? What am I thinking and feeling about my health? What am I thinking and feeling about my luck? You know why people have bad luck? Because they feel bad luck. They think bad luck. It's that simple. You cannot have bad luck unless you think bad luck and feel bad luck. If you want to stop having bad luck, stop thinking bad luck and stop feeling bad luck. Like I know that about 99% of the people who say, well, somebody's trying to do something to me. Nobody's trying to do anything to you. You're doing it to yourself by feeling that somebody's doing something to you. And whether it's a fact or not, if you feel it, surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. The way you think and feel about yourself determines the way you think and feel about other people. Oops. The way you think and feel about yourself determines the way you think and feel about others and the way you experience other people and things. If you are down on yourself, you'll be down on people and things, and people and things will be down on you. Don't be a downer. Say that. And every time you catch your mind thinking down, what are you going to say to it? Don't be a downer. Every time you catch your feelings feeling down, what are you going to say to them? Don't be a downer. You see, you have to take charge. You have to take control. The God in you says what? Command you me. And every person has to learn to command the powers of his mind, the thinking of his mind, the feeling of his mind. And I'm going to say it in a slightly rough way. Do you know you have to learn how to positively kick your own behind? Some of you, that's exactly what you need. You need to kick your own behind. If I catch myself thinking or feeling something that I know is a downer, I say to myself, you know better than that. If you don't learn how to positively kick your own behind to get yourself back in line, the world will kick it for you. And hard. And that's the answer to that old song that they call a spiritual, but it's really a blues. Why am I treated so bad? Now, I'm going to give you another great mystic secret. The truth is that nobody can really treat you bad unless you treat yourself bad. If somebody else treats you bad, it's a reflection of somehow the way that you're treating yourself in your thinking and feeling nature. Other people, by the way they treat us, tell us how we are treating ourselves within. I remember the statement that I used to hear a minister make. He used to say, nobody likes a bulldog, but they respect his teeth. <laughs> and there is just something about a bulldog the way to With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.